You're listening to the smartest guys in marketing, the best show on the planet for client businesses to learn about traffic, funnels, sales, conversions, and marketing coolness. Chris and Taylor are the founders of Traffic and Funnels, a digital marketing consultancy helping you get paid clients from cold traffic daily. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the smartest guys in marketing. Yo, we are uh, we are back at you with another fast action discount. <laughs> Not really. Uh, with a with with a podcast that's gonna blow your mind. We're talking about how to make decisions, how to make decisions faster. Chris, I'm sorry, I didn't pause to ask you how you are today. What's up, man? I'm great. I'm doing well. <laughs> um, I feel a little turbulent, honestly. That we just out of the blue have a special guest, but I know mm. it'll be good for the people. We do yeah. have a special guest. His name, his name is Cameron Gallagher, mm. hailing all the way from New Zealand, where, by the way, mm. Lord of the Rings was shot. True, and the Hobbit. Yeah, with Hobbit, the Hobbits, mm. and uh, he's a mindset wizard. And we're actually gonna give him some opportunity today to make you more money if you're a podcast subscriber. Mm. Wow, that was a that was an amazing intro. Mm. Your intros are good. The last time it was, you found this guy in the jungle, and uh, and now it's from the land of the hobbits. So it's yeah. just a new Chris, last time we did a mindset Monday for uh, client kit. I was like, I was just hiking through the jungle, found this dude just scaling rocks and demolishing every obstacle in his path, and uh, I I inquired of his name, and he said, "I am Cameron." That was his intro, and he only had a loincloth. Dude, he didn't even have that. I had to give it to him. We found him from, we picked him up from the bottom. He just let him borrow yours. That was nice. Anyways, Cameron, let's talk about how to make decisions wow. and how to, yeah. how to do so in a way that you can stick with it. Here's, there's an epidemic today mm-hmm. and it comes from information overwhelm. If people are fatigued, it's hard for people to make decisions. And we are addicted to the new, 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 shiny, shiny, shiny. And so even after you do make a decision, you're bombarded with a million other decisions. Yep. We need a framework for being mm-hmm. able to make the right decision, make the right decision quickly, and then fully commit to that decision. Talk to us. Okay. Fantastic. A um, couple of things. First off, first thing is uh, Chris was talking about it just before uh, on the podcast he was recording around pain tolerance right? Capacity to endure pain tolerance. I believe that the inability to make decisions and stick to it has a lot to do with pain tolerance. And I'll tell you why. Once you make a decision, you're confronted with pretty much every single major internal barrier between you and the identity that you have to become in order to achieve the outcome that you initially set your mind to. So it's easier to imagine an outcome than it is to follow through on everything you've got to do, mostly because you're not that person yet. So the biggest barrier is how do you become who you need to become on that pathway? Now, as soon as you're faced with that, it's all one thing to make the decision, but then do the work to become who you need to be. That's where the rubber meets the road. And that's where the, that's where the difficulty comes. There's a number of different dynamics that show up there, whether it's beliefs, whether it's emotional patterns, whether it's just environment, like any of those things can impact that, but your capacity to then build the resourcefulness to get over it, to go past it, to go through it, to do essentially whatever it takes to stay the course and to develop in the face of that adversity is, is really the game where you ultimately learn how to make those decisions and stick to it. Very good. Chris, you have any questions or anything to add to that? I love that. 
So glad. I love I love every part of this. So here's the thing. Let's take this inside of our world. Like let's say that somebody's got an agency or they've got a consultancy and they're an entrepreneur. They're in a place where they have to make dozens of micro decisions mm-hmm. every day. How do you make sure that you're not making decisions one day from an old identity and mm-hmm. then the next day you're going to have to undo those decisions? Like, cause I think this is the difficulty mm-hmm. in people being able to do what you're talking about. It's like, there's so much you have to, the, a, a real true decision requires action to mm-hmm. create an ROI from that decision. Mm-hmm. What's that process like? Do you have rituals? Do you have routines? What is it? Yeah, so there were multiple parts to that question. So one of the one of the parts of that question was how do you make decisions, make sure that you're making decisions from the right identity. That was that was the key of that particular thing. So you're not having to reverse them later, right? And without a doubt, without rituals, without prior, and I don't know what your guys' experience has been with this. So I'm curious about Chris, I'm curious about Taylor, what your experience has been here. But in my in my experience, um, without rituals, the identity is not typically stable. And without ways to regenerate the identity in the face of either uncertainty or confusion or challenge, without actual processes to regenerate the identity, then you will make decisions from an old identity. It just will happen. You, that's your default patterning. And you've been in that default patterning for some time. So if you've made a new decision, that new decision is, an, is a decision to play the game. And let's be honest, most of these decisions we're talking about, they're a decision to play the game at a new altitude. Now, if you've been playing the game at a previous altitude and now you're wanting to play the game at a higher altitude, then your patterning by default is set up for, for a lower altitude. Does that make sense? And see if that matches your experience. So my experience has been in those moments where your old patterning emerges, it's very, very helpful to have ways to bring back into your conscious experience and your emotional experience and your present moment experience who you really are or who you know yourself to be. And here's a great way of putting it so that your, your six doesn't bully you. So you, you, you are your 10, you show up as your 10 rather than being bullied by your six. Ooh, I love that answer. And to be honest, dude, if I can just do a segue real fast. Go for it. Of course. This is like, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes right now and people don't know everything, but you know, like this idea of the wealthy expert, and, you know, getting, even getting away from like smartest guys in marketing to like the wealthy experts, because like, there's so much more to being successful as an entrepreneur besides marketing. Marketing is like, if, if you're poor, it's probably because of, you know, you don't ha- know how to market. Uh, marketing is like the, the linchpin, I think, to being able to get something going. But when you talk about sustained success, when you talk about, dude, you've been successful for 20 years there are some people that want to go overnight and down the mountain the next day. But if somebody wants to have longevity, it's how you mm. think. It's mindset. Mm. And so this is why I love the idea, even with client kid, it's like, it's legitimate cognitive reprogramming. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, people get in. Did you see that Facebook live yesterday from Blake? No, dude, it's amazing. She gets in and she's talking about what's happened in her business in the last six months. And she starts crying and it's like, you know, she came in to get clients and learn marketing, but it, what ended up happening is she just became a new person and the way she mm-hmm. woke up, it changed the way she handled her family changed. And Amazing. we see this all the time where it's like, it's not just marketing. It's like freaking reprogramming you mm-hmm. so that you are like a Titan freaking Iron Man. You're able to withstand problems, not just mm-hmm. marketing problems, but cash problems and sales. It's everything. It's so mm-hmm. much bigger than marketing. And I love that we're looping you into that because you're pretty good at mindset. I think at my moments, Chris, what were your thoughts on that, bro? Sure. You're, you're ready to jump in the ring here. 
Yeah, I, I think um, it's really interesting and kind of based on our conversation we were just having on the last po- podcast is I think if people reframe and they look at their business and let's just go beyond a business, you know, they look at their family, their relationship with their spouse, their relationship with their kids, their relationship with their parents, like for the most part, success is 100% in your control, mm-hmm. right? There's always going to be external conditions. Mm. Oh, Facebook's not working. Or, you know, this person yelled at me or this person's a mean person, right? There's always external conditions. Mm. But the way that you deal with and overcome those negative conditions is based on who you are as a person, mm. right? So I think the the problem is people don't have a deep understanding of that. It's like, if I can become a better version of myself, if I can become a baller, right, Mm -hmm. and be able to deal with those external conditions, Mm -hmm. that's where I can overcome the barriers to get to where I want to go. Yeah, 100%. That is the key because Mm -hmm. there's always going to be issues. Like, if we go back and we talk about marketing and we we think about the old school guys, the guys who did direct mail, you think they didn't have barriers and the issues back then, and then the guys that came in on, you know, to the internet issues nonstop, mm. right? And what Taylor's talking about a minute ago for longevity, you have to be a better person. And the mm. people that we see fall uh, very quickly in battle in the war are the mm. people who don't work on this mm-hmm. and know that you are, there's a requirement for you to become a better person mm. to be, you know, you have to be a high performer. And, you know, last, last week I had the privilege to work out with some NFL players mm. and it, the light was shown mm. on how much of a high performer I'm not physically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it just, you know, I want to, I'm, I'm very active in, in changing my health and, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, but it's the same with business. Mm. Like a lot of people, they don't understand how bad they actually are with how they mm-hmm. think about themselves, how they think about the, their business, their family right? Go down the line. But I think once you get into an environment and a place where everybody's performing up here, mm-hmm. then you see the gap. It's like, okay, I need to become that person. Like I need yeah. to invest that way. I need to, you know, wake up at 5 a.m. like these dudes do. Mm-hmm. I need to run the football field and routes over and over and over like these guys do, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if you can identify that gap mm-hmm. and understand like what your target is to shoot for, mm-hmm. then that's where you can start making the leaps to get to where you want to go and hit your goals. 100%. I love that. I love that. The idea of illuminating the gap. And uh, can we get deep here for a second? Is like, are you going to like cry? Uh, I'm not going to. I might cry. I'm not going to cry, but I mean, okay, yeah. um, <laughs> like if we, if we, if the people are watching, they're probably quite familiar with you, but if we take away the, uh, you know, the, it's easy to, to, to be blinded by the frontal exterior of the communication, right, which is so developed, right? So you guys have, have got such a highly developed communication set of skills and strategies now where, uh, you know, a lot of what you told people are, are being influenced by that. They're, they're seeing and experiencing this outer layer, right, which is essentially a skill set. It's not a, it doesn't actually have a direct reflection on who you are internally, Right. And so there are people that have, for example, had the skill set that you guys have seen grow and then crash and burn because they haven't built this internal piece. But like if we break it down and we actually take that piece away for a second, and, and if you're listening, then if you look inside the two of you, what you find is you actually find these really dense like character qualities, right? It's not just like people think it's just mindset, but it's really more than mindset. 
it's there's these really highly developed concentrated efforts that have gone into building character and it's real character right which is why it's showing up in your company and this is why i think this thing is so important because what who you are internally is going to reflect on the outside eventually it's an inevitability it's just the yes. way it works now yeah. what's happening is inside of traffic and funnels inside a client kit you know you mentioned the the live video that blake did there's an amazing an amazing conversation with her at the last event and to look at that and look at the impact that that's had that is coming as a result of the work that you two have done which is in step the result which is to keep in alignment with the character qualities that you've built you could have made different decisions the decisions you guys have made to actually invest in and build the systems the structures the delivery in that certain way is a reflection those decisions are a reflection of who you are mm. right who you chose to be so we talked about decisions but it's a reflection of who you're choosing to be and then the question always is well, who the fuck are you because right? yeah. you guys have moments where you could have said okay well we can just take the quick win or we can take the easy path or we can do this on a superficial level but instead of doing that we're like you know what we'll tolerate more pain now and we'll build yeah. something deeper because that's what matches who we know ourselves to be. Yes, 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 yes. I have an example that I'd like to share if I have permission from the group. <laughs> this is why clarity is so important, is what you're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Most people do not know what they want, mm-hmm. what they want to feel, mm-hmm. what they want to have. They yeah. don't have clarity on that. Mm-hmm. So going back to the topic of how do you make decisions faster and know you're making the right decision because sometimes with speed, the risk is the faster you make a decision, the higher the chances are that you'll make the wrong decision. Fair. But it's actually, it's actually opposite of that because speed comes from clarity and clarity ensures you make the right decisions. And so people need to back up and actually think about what they want. I'll give you an example of this. Like Chris and I were so clear on what we wanted back in Q3, Q4 of 2017. We talked with a guy named Jay. It was, a, it was a six-figure investment. How long did it take us to make the decision, Chris? A minute. Maybe three minutes. We had, hey, you good with this? Yep, you good with this? Yep, boom. Why? Not because we were just like, oh, we're so smart. We're so fast thinkers. But we had such pristine clarity. What do we want? What's the outcome? And he was like, here's what the offer looks like. We're like, boom. We're so clear on what we want. It's already built into the identity we want to have. It was an easy decision. I'll give you another example. Like my morning formula, which is what we teach in ClientKip. I've got real estate on that morning formula. I want to have X amount of dollars in real estate by this date. I read it every morning. It's a part of me. It's where I want to go. It's what I want to use my money in my bank account for. for so does it just sit there overflowing with cash, right? Got approached with a deal in Huntsville, made the decision in like 30 seconds. It was not difficult. It wasn't like, oh man, I hope I don't lose this money. Oh man, blah, blah, blah. The clarity was so strong and so pointed that I was able to make the decision quickly and know that it was the right decision. Can I, can I add something to that? Yeah. So the research shows that the most effective CEOs, the most effective entrepreneurs, the most effective executives, it's, it's like conclusive that it's, they, they operate a lot of the time. They operate majority from intuition. Decisions happen mm. from intuition. Mm. Okay. Now intuition, it's so vulnerable to being interrupted, broken down and distorted by conscious thought. So in other words, when you have that clarity and then you have the, I'll uh, talk about where character fits into this in a second, but when you have that clarity and it's that spark and you're like, this is the right decision and then you act, that's you trusting intuition and acting on it. Now, you guys, both of you, I know have trained yourself to do that. That's why you said, Chris just said it took 60 seconds. 
to make a six-figure decision to invest. 60 seconds, because if you'd waited, and you, I've heard you both say this before, that one of your competitive advantages, if you want the ultimate competitive advantage, it's simply don't wait till you talk yourself out of these decisions. Yep. Right? Yep. So why are you saying this competitive advantage? I'm giving you some science behind this. It's intuition. You're acting and trusting from intuition, but intuition is fragile because when you wait, the conscious mind kicks in, which is so limited, and then bam, it's going to it's gonna find a way to confuse the signal now you're not even going to get the signal. And the difference in here, aside from training, is character. Because if you haven't built yourself into somebody internally, if you haven't prioritized the qualities, for example, of becoming courageous, of being bold, right? Of, of actually being, being, being that fucking thing. Yeah. Then you are going to wait until your conscious mind interrupts you and you get a safety-based decision instead of the real core decision, which was based on what you're really capable of. Right, which is factoring in far more things. So yes. I just want to throw that in because people are not acting from intuition. They're Dude. avoiding they're avoiding their intuition and then they lose touch with it completely. And then they wonder why they're so fucking confused. It's because they decided that they were clear, they got messages around what they should do, and then they avoided them. And then they have to go back through a valley. They have to go back through a valley to come back eventually through enough pain to come back to finally being like, Okay, I've got to confront this. I actually have to become this person. There's no other way. But in the meantime, yeah. they're trying to all these fucking things and they're being soaked up by all of the charlatans in the industry and all this kind of bullshit. Right. Yeah. I just want to like tack on something there, like, and highlight a little bit. You better go. You better go bring it. Like leave. No, no, no. There was. Yeah. 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 All right. Listen, listen, don't put us to sleep, bro. Just settle down over there, bro. Okay. Jesus Welch. Uh, dude, People think that avoidance is safe, mm. right? And again, you know, this, I think, applies to every part of their life. It's not just the business. Like, mm. you know, you can avoid to make the decision to jump into client kit because you think that's safe for you. Mm. But actually, it's not. You know, it's mm. going to require pain. It's going to require you working your butt off. It's going to require your investment. It's going to require some risk, mm. right? It's going to require you trusting yourself. And people think that if they avoid it, Oh, it's safe because now they're not confronted with who they actually are. Right. Yeah. And like I had, I had a conversation yesterday with a family member. It was not a comfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. The easy thing, right. In my mind would be to avoid that situation and just let it lie. But the healthy thing, the right thing, the thing that the person who's elevated and they've grown has that difficult conversation. And now there's growth that comes out of that place. Yeah. Right. So all you people here who you've been avoiding, 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 whether it's in your business, whether it's your relationships, whatever it is, it is not the safe place. Mm. Right. And if you keep doing that, like you said, you get into a pattern where you lose confidence in yourself Mm -hmm. and confidence in your ability to make decisions. And what you have to understand, you have to understand that is the process. Mm -hmm. Making mistakes. It's okay. That is the process. That is how you learn. That's how you tweak. That's how you adjust. That's how you get better. Make the leap. Make the jump. Freaking make the decision. Go in and understand that you will make mistakes. You will fail. And that's okay. That is absolutely part of the process. It's required. Mm. I'm glad you brought that up because I think a lot of times people closest to us can be the biggest source of restraint Mm. at times. And if you want to do an interesting thought experiment, just kind of 
bringing both of what you just said together. Fast track to the end of your life, the person you want to be when you die. And get into that state of mind when making decisions now. Because when people get micro, 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 you have no idea the cost of the opportunity you have talked yourself out of. Mm -hmm. And this is where things like shit hits the fan because it's like, you're going to be 80 years old Mm -hmm. and the trajectory you started when you were 28, 23, 35, because you were so micro. Here's the thing. Micro delays Mm -hmm. compound into macro decay. You stagnate out, you begin to decay. It's, it's a competitive advantage because if we make a decision a minute and a half faster than you, it's not just, oh, we're a minute and a half faster. There's a compound, there's a curve up because you will, in that minute and a half, you will talk yourself out of it and boom, we just earned a five-year competitive advantage because it'll take you five years to circle around at the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's not a minute. It's not, people are like, oh, I just want to think about it tonight. Bro, I don't care what you do. You can think about it, whatever. But know that in the next 12 hours, the risk of you talking yourself out of an opportunity that could set their trajectory for your life, you yep. lose because you will talk yourself out of it. It's a year, it's 10 years, it's your whole life to case. Yep. And it's a pattern. So it's not just that it, it's almost never just the one decision. Almost right. never. Yep. Right. It, practically, it's, it's an indication and an indicator more than likely that this is who you are. Yep. And that's, yeah. something, that's something that... Firstly, that's something within the context of a sales conversation that we don't really get to have that conversation with people because it's just, it's, it's, it's not necessarily within the framework of that conversation. At times, maybe it is possible, but more often than not, it's not. And so where are the environments, where are the contexts in your world where you're actually being confronted like this? Mm-hmm. Do they exist? Because I'm willing to bet that if you're the type of person who's not making those decisions, you have engineered your world so you're not being confronted. It's true. And guess what? Here's the here's the cherry on top. The world you engineer, you deserve the byproducts of that world. This is what I tell. This is what I tell our closers and our our advisors. It's like don't ever get off a call upset when you encounter a really great fit who just couldn't make the decision. Mm. Don't get upset because that person has constructed these boundaries around them that will protect them from being successful. That's on them. And this is extremely capitalistic. And sometimes people are like, Oh, but some people, you know, like, no, here's the thing. There are people that deserve to be at the top and there are people that deserve to be at the bottom. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person. If you deserve to be the bottom, it means you've constructed your world with an, you've optimized for safety you haven't optimized for success. The two do not go on the same side. Mm. Chris was Chris, something Chris said in the previous podcast around responsibility and entitlement plays yep. totally into this. And it's so unconscious now. People, people don't even real, they don't recognize entitlement anymore because we're so saturated in it. Mm. So we don't know. We, we think a lot of people, I think, think entitlement is here when really it's like it was all the way down here. So they think they're responsible when realistically they're, they're actually still deeply steeped inside of entitlement. Yes. Like I'm never going to have to go through those decisions. I'll be able to be successful without having to do that, without having to confront that reality, without having to endure that possibility. And it's false, but they get to stay in that experience. Right. And so Chris said it before. I think what you said was perfect, bro. When it was like, well, you're in avoidance. People go to avoidance. And then they think by avoiding that they're safe. Well, they think by avoiding they're actually doing some kind of succeeding. 
And really what they're doing is they're hiding, right? Yeah. They think by not confronting that thing now that they've stopped confronting it. But the truth is they're just avoiding it on a much deeper level. Yeah. And I think for us, Cameron, a tool that we've used is just jumping and making the decision because yeah. like there's still times we want to play safe. There's still times where like, ah, I don't know. Like I, I, like internally, I want to avoid, avoid. Like mm-hmm. I still don't like pain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I know it's good for me, you know? I mean, dude, I was sore this last, like I just am not sore from working out with these NFL players, right? Yeah. Pain sucks. Yeah. But us making a decision quickly is actually a tool mm. because it forces action. Yeah. Right. And so we make a decision like that to invest a yep. hundred grand or a hundred grand plus. Yep. That's going to force us to get our money's worth yep. and jump in, go all in. Mm. And so I think for practicality for these guys that are listening, make the decision mm. and force yourself into a place where action is required. Because that's the issue. You guys are buying all these freaking courses because mm. you get a little, a little buzz. You get a little mm. bit of excitement because just the, the thought of, oh, I got this course. Somehow, you know, the dopamine is coming on and, and you're feeling good about yourself, right? But you're still avoiding. Yeah. They're, they're using them as just the way you use. So the, the, it, it's all the tool. It's just what's the tool for? You're using the quick decision tool to force action. Whereas what the people who are not getting the results that they want are doing are using the tool to reinforce chemically a very superficial and false reality and false image of who they are. Oof. Yes. And then they'll do it again and then they'll do it again and then they'll do it again. And then they're like, well, why isn't it working? It's because you're not getting deep enough, dude. You're not getting to the truth. You're staying on the surface. And we live in a society which, I mean, you know, we get real deep, but we, we literally are in, the, in the, like the most false society ever, right? The entitlement society yeah. is a false society. Yeah, that's good. That's amazing. Yeah, just one last thing to add on to that is just like making sure that the other thing is that you are in a place that's forcing you to be uncomfortable. Right. Because when you're at a place where you're uncomfortable, it requires growth. Yep. So you're either going to go into that or again, you're going to run away from it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you said with CK, obviously you're a, you're a coaching client kit and you kill it. You have very uncomfortable conversations, but at the end of that, it's growth. It's hitting that new level, that new person that is a requirement for you to get what you want in life. Yeah. Right. So make sure that you are, you guys are putting yourself in a place where the light is being shone on like how bad of a person you are currently and then what's available for you. If you put in the work and you run into the problems and being uncomfortable and, you know, actually being forced to make the decisions that are going to be good for you long-term. Totally. Absolutely. And I think in order for people to do that, they have to be able to draw some kind of strength or faith from somewhere. I just want to add that in there. Like they have to find a way, like, and, and if that faith isn't going to be in, in yourself, then find it in, find it in some higher principle in the, in, in the principle that look, when you, when you make these leaps for yourself, when you show up for yourself, something will show up for you. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You guys 100%. So often. All right. Well, this has been a, a little uh, micro preview of what our clients get to have inside of CK and the mastermind. And obviously we have the best team in the world. And dude, Cameron, you're one of the best I have ever seen when it comes to mindset. But I got to do something about the hair. Uh, I think you just copied my haircut, so I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a little bit. 
false advertising. Not gonna lie. You go to Cameron's profile and it's like he's got Tarzan, Tarzan hair, and then just to be clear, I'm pretty sure if you go go back, there's probably visceral, tangible recorded evidence on last week's Mindset Monday of Taylor and I's conversation about here. A week later, I come on the live and I he's literally cut it to match mine. So I'm I'm not saying that there was any mindset involved in that hypnosis or anything in particular. Maybe he's just trying to emulate, but whatever. Uh, emulation and manipulation they sound the same and you can pick we'll let the audience pick one all right guys this has been amazing listen if you aren't in our ecosystem if the podcast is the only thing you do and you don't get the memos we are done with you (laughs) that's the best call to action ever just kidding chris is laughing but you can't hear him because he's muted trafficandfunnels.com slash memos you got to give them a shot we talk about really really cool stuff obviously our business is growing. It's a great opportunity for you to hop into the inner circle and the behind the scenes. Trafficandfunnels.com slash memos. You guys are amazing. See you next time. Peace.